आयु सतहत्तर मांस मछली तो नहीं खाते अभी तक तो नहीं आपको ऐसा क्यों लगता है कि आपका समय आ गया कैसे पता चला उनका टाइम आ गया पता चल जाता होगा मैं चाहता हूँ कि इससे पहले मुझे कुछ हो बनारस चला जाऊँ Hi and welcome to You Podcast. My name is Asim Berni and today you're listening to my chat with Subhashish Bhutiani who's the director of Hotel Salvation or also called Mukti Bhavan in Hindi. I spoke to him at the London Indian Film Festival a couple of months ago. Um he had his premiere there then, but now the movie is releasing on general release in the UK on the 25th of August which is Friday and um it is it's it's a really good movie. Um I enjoyed talking to Subhash he's he's quite young he's but he's very smart and very talented. I think it's been a tough summer for a lot of audiences so and there's a, I've seen a lot of online discussion where people are saying you know we need more content driven movies. So this is your chance go out to theaters Friday go watch Hotel Salvation and if you've been disappointed with the big budget movies that came out this summer I think that might this might be something that you might enjoy. And uh by the way Um if you have any comments if you have any thoughts drop us a line at upodcasting@gmail.com or subscribe to us in the iTunes feed uh we'd love to hear from you even if it's a review and uh we also have a review of um Hotel Salvation going live and I have an awesome guest uh Shah Shahid um on there and uh that's going to be dropping Friday hopefully so keep an eye on that but without any further ado here's my chat with Subhashish Welcome to the You Podcast. Wonderful to have you. Just saw the movie a couple of days ago. It's amazing. So you've been doing this whole press tour. You've been doing. You had the screening at Elif yesterday with the Q and A. Uh, how was the experience for you? Uh, I'm not much of a public speaker to be honest, uh, but uh, and I'm and I'm extra nervous when I know families in the crowd. Okay. So yeah, yesterday everybody who's close to me um, knew that I was really nervous. but uh when i saw the response uh, of the people in the audience how many people stayed back and questions and and they seemed like they were listening <laughs> uh and uh, and and the questions you know and the stories they were sharing i i felt encouraged and less uh, yeah. less nervous and more comfortable uh, and i'm just so happy that the film especially in a place like london which is you know obviously it has lots of uh, south asians yeah. but there's it's but it's a very obviously international city yeah. you know with so many different cultures so it's uh, i know i'm talking a lot but i'm just uh, i'm thrilled that london yeah. uh, the people that so many people are getting to watch the film here it's interesting what you're saying about london um how, how has the response been in different countries because you've been traveling with the movie a little bit right um is there anything to because the story is like you said before it's very universal in a way um are there any different things that audiences in dubai or venice might react to differently than people in india well I, you know i mean now a little specifics i i are a little blurry now sometimes when you go but but i but i remember thinking that in south korea people read the film very differently uh and sometimes they see the same sense of humor you know oh, right. uh, but they laugh at different places okay and uh, and in india they laugh more sometimes you know i've see, i felt that like in the theaters a lot of times they were um so it, it's it's funny how different uh, cinema cultures different cultures languages mm. because it, in subtitles things can get lost in translation yeah, um uh, people respond to the film but in an overarching way 
a lot of times you get a, a lot of the similar a lot of uh, people connect to it in similar ways because you know uh, these there are hopefully i'm told by them that there are themes in there that they connect to and oh. and it makes them reflect on their family so so i think uh, and and even the criticisms can be sometimes similar you know if mm. they feel a certain way about certain characters or something right. so so i think uh, somewhere we are very similar and in little things we become a little right. you know so I mean, I think most of the interviews that I was kind of listening to the other chats that were happening, yeah. the first question is always about your age, right? So, but I'm not going to ask necessarily about your age, but it's how, how you got the idea of the movie. But after you get the idea, how do you get a movie made? Like because I mentioned, we have a lot of oh, people. There, that there should are, be uh, there can be books written on that. I yeah. don't know how to answer this uh, question. <laughs> how did you do it? <laughs> no, but it's a you know it's a very it's such a every film I think I. Whenever I talk to other directors, also you realize that every film has a different story of how it got made. Mm. Uh, in my case, I was very lucky. I knew about a program called the Biennale Cinema College, um, which gives micro budget to first or second time directors. Right. And uh, from two hundred fifty some stories, they give ten for development and three get financed. Mm. Uh, get some money to make the film. <laughs> and so I was. I, I feel fortunate, you know, that I was um, one of them. And uh, and that's that's the first starting point of the film, and we developed it through their mm. through the labs, like getting feedback and stuff like that. But we made the film, the film we wanted to make, most importantly. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of how how we got uh, the film made and right, you know, yeah. So. So, what advice would you give other people that kind of have this idea, like burning in them and the burning passion? Because a lot of people are trying to go through the YouTube route, making a short movie that you way. You know, or- I, I can't give a, a one uh, size fits all answer because, again, you, if you speak to many people, everybody has a different journey of how they got there, hmm. and you have to carve your own kind of. You have to see it's circumstantial. It's uh, based on your story. Uh, what resources are available to you? How big your stories? How small your stories? There's so many ways. Uh, you can be assistant director in India, and you know, work your way up to becoming a director um you can be like me who didn't uh, who make, made a film uh, who made a short film before and then made a feature oh. film um so i think there's you know you could, you could be in theater and one day somebody asks you to make into a film you know yeah. you don't know where uh, uh, today tom ford makes films as well you yeah. know so so i don't think uh, i can ever give advice to anybody and i don't i'm figuring it out you know when my my second film might be very difficult to make i don't know you know in terms oh. of the journey it takes I can't predict that, so I uh, I can't say. But there are many ways, you know. I think you are, you if the more you get involved in it, you find uh, different ways. I would say start working with like-minded people, and the most important thing is to create, mm. make short films, make stuff, so that the more you get seen, the more I think chances you have to keep making stuff. Right. right? So you also studied filmmaking in the US, right? Yeah. Um, how is film culture or film nerd culture different from there compared to? you know india or you know i wasn't really part of film nerd culture in india to be honest uh, i don't even know what that is this is the first time i've ever heard that phrase <laughs> um, but i was part of uh, watching pirated movies in a town because we had no movie theater right that's the culture i was part of yeah uh, and um, there i felt i had a big uh, uh, complex when i got to the us because all my classmates had watched like fellini yeah, exactly. and uh, you know they had seen citizen kane 10 times and i have not even seen it one time i have not even seen it one time so it became my sole mission to watch as many films as possible and catch up with the world also you know yeah. like and and i'd gone to the purpose of new york to i mean i'd gone to new york with the purpose of uh, uh, wanting to expand my horizons hmm. as a good 18 year old yeah. <laughs> and uh, to expose myself to different kinds of movies and food yeah. that was my two objectives
objectives okay yeah because i've noticed a lot of times with especially like um, or, or the culture film culture tends to veer towards the fellinis and the you know the italian and, and, and new cinema yeah. or it veers towards like really nerdy like lots of horror movies like texas chainsaw massacre and stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah. and we sign we kind of fall different from that we're more like oh we love amitabh movies or we love you know so that's the sensibilities can sometimes be very different and then that's very true navigating that can be a bit of a, a challenge that's very true it's funny that you said that um so okay you like looking at you from the outside you know people are maybe we can be a bit envious you know this 25 26 year old guys making this movie it's traveling the festivals and stuff like that so he just got everything he wanted right but you this is your baby you made it you know are there any aspects of the movie that you said uh, this is the scene i struggled with the most or maybe if i had more resources or more there is a scene but i don't want to give it away because it's a important crucial scene in the film that i reshot actually twice okay i mean i shot it once i didn't like the way it came out and i went and four days later i told the actors you know i'm not feeling oh, no. good about it it's really important scene can we go shoot it and they felt the same way mm. um uh, it was a scene between rajiv and daya just the two of them right um and you know i don't think uh, i don't think anybody would should be envious of me because uh, uh you know I, if anything it should be an inspiration because i feel if i can do it, if i can do it because i'm not i don't consider myself the sharpest tool in the shed <laughs> or uh, you know i have been making films since i was 8 years old or something mm. uh so i think you know you find a way to do it and i think i, I honestly believe a filmmaker can come from anywhere and any on on everybody can be a filmmaker in the sense mm. that we all are living stories mm. we all hearing stories all the time and uh, i i i hope it's more of a inspiring thing because it because you know it, i i it's 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 not easy i don't i don't want to uh, but i sometimes feel like i shouldn't share my struggles too much because it uh, it demeans the ones who are actually struggling in a big way you know right right um but we have it and writing is hard and uh, mm. for everybody and making a film is difficult yeah. for everybody even the biggest filmmaker in the world i think he most of them mm. 99 i have not met a filmmaker who said filmmaking is easy so yeah. so um and it was not handed on a platter i would like to say that but but that's i don't have, i don't want to defend and i want to say i i whoever wants to i encourage them to go and uh, mm. please me tell stories because i i will come and watch it right. i love watching people's films i the, the aspect that i loved mo- the most in the movie i mean it's a wonderful movie but i love the relationship between uh, vimla and daya you know they're married in real life no way really oh you didn't know that oh yeah there you go yeah, they they're, they're a real life couple they're married in real life oh wow see because they had such a familiarity like it almost felt like it was part of the characters that they were reliving their older relationship like you know like vimla was reliving the marriage that she had with her husband um and it's so interesting so there was this natural bond and natural chemistry that yeah, was just yeah. it was really well portrayed and they just have this softness when they're talking to each other yeah they're gentle i think mm. each other no in some way <laughs> but also that scene where um there's a shot and not to i, I don't want to spoil anything and usually when we add a, we spoil something we'll add a spoiler section or something so people know but you see them also sleeping together not in a sexual manner but sleeping together and it was just it, 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 there's this expression of shock on Rajiv's face but i think that almost mirrors the shock of an audience member almost because it's something that we don't see as much um is that was that kind of a conscious thing that you wanted to put or you just felt it was organically growing the way their relationship was growing in the in the story well i mean uh, in the context of the story is because rajiv locks him out uh, mm. and where else i yeah. have been you know it, it seemed like a natural choice to go sleep with her <laughs> but um uh and sleep in a pure sense yes, you know it's yes, just like sleeping exactly, yeah. um 
but that shock could be an audience's shock mm. or it could just be you understanding why rajiv is shocked because he cannot imagine his father yeah. with another woman yeah. you know uh so i think um I think that's I I think that's uh, hmm. where that comes from. Yeah. You no, know, I and it always surprises me how many laughs. Like I don't know if it happened in your screening, but every once in a while I go to a screening and that gets laughed and I never I never knew that would be a place wow. where people would laugh. So that's one of those things that surprises me. Speaking of laughs, uh, uh the Skype call just cracked me up completely. Um because we've been in that situation where we're talking yeah. to relatives that are really far or close and you want to deal with something quite serious but the technology is just failing you um was that was that how you wanted the scene to be played yeah, out yeah i mean that that was my uh, one scene that one of the two three scenes i put in that were like i considered uh, creative risks uh, a little a little you know a little slightly uh, off center of mm. the film and uh, that i wanted to have fun with as well mm. and um, i'm really proud i'm really even adil was scared didn't know how that scene would come out <laughs> that was and, amazing. and uh, but i was i really when i write wrote it i really enjoyed writing that scene mm. you know it was and as an idea i really loved it and i loved that it's about a father daughter's disconnection as well mm. so somewhere that made me uh, smile in my head i guess and yeah so that's how i i i think i enjoyed writing that scene i hope it worked some happy people uh, sometimes laugh at that scene and i'm very happy when that happens <laughs> yeah i loved it so final question anyway um what's what seems to be and i'm going back to hollywood and, and just to kind of set a comparison but it seems a lot of times now like when you have a small indie filmmaker that's making a small movie they studios pick him up and then give him like a big budget franchise so they're down making star wars they're making you know in india we don't have that kind of a setup uh what do you, where how do you kind of feel about your next movie and i understand that you're maybe not making it or thinking about it yet because this is still kind of going I'm on. thinking about it you are oh, yeah, that's yeah. good no no that's i'm thinking about it and I'm, i'm working on some stuff okay um but what's your question tell me so th- th- just kind of your thoughts about it because would you would like we have studios in india we have yeah. yashrajs we have dharmas and stuff like that yeah. um is that kind of what you would be veering towards or would you kind of prefer well again i don't i don't i mean i don't want to comment on a particular company or something but uh, but you should be right for the project mm. you know um i agree the fact that i can agree with the fact that uh, there could be a great director in a independent film we should not box him mm. into that only he can make independent yeah. films he's made it out of his resources at the time and you if you want if he has a passion to make spiderman or uh, in christopher nolan's case yeah. let's take he made memento and then he got batman because he was really passionate about making batman yeah. so he's a classic example yeah. for me and great he's the right guy for that job you know but it can also backfire cuz sometimes studios uh, get people because they can control them mm. uh, a smaller filmmaker who's not maybe so experienced in their uh, and you've recently there've been some people getting fired off superhero jobs yes very big um, uh, superhero uh, jobs uh, directors so it's not it's not uh, it's not like you attain nirvana if they get you uh, if, there are there are some things that i love you know as uh, as films and if someone was like oh you want to do this why not you know it's like reliving your childhood or reliving even my present yeah. you know um so it's just you just have to be right for that and you should be passionate about that project you know mm. you should love that uh, spiderman as much as your indie film that's yeah. what i think yeah. uh, uh, otherwise it's going to be a difficult process mm. you know because you're There's a lot of obstacles in both. Yeah. So final question, what's your filmy diet? What how do you kind of like maintain your filmic muscles? Like do you watch Uh so while I'm making films I almost watch like no films. Okay. Like my graph is very low like Why is it not to get in? No, it's because I don't have time. You, you don't have right. time and when you're not 
working you don't want to watch films you know you're on the screen you're typing or this so you prefer to read or sleep or sleep actually if that's yeah. like your eat and sleep you know that's kind of how it goes uh, but once i stop making films then i watch a lot like i try to catch up it's just basically it can be even three movies a day sometimes you know so uh, and i'm really into series so i watch a lot of series and that you right. know how those are you get addicted in the game of thrones in, is coming so. in three days yeah uh, 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 yeah <laughs> so in three days i mean i don't watch you know that's so embarrassing i should say because everybody will hit on me but um uh, yeah so you know i think uh, that's how i do it you know i think it's like a very flip flop kind of life but i try to watch films whenever i can you know I, it's right. my it's a, something i love as a before i became a filmmaker mm. so i don't want to ever let go of that um yeah so i lots of stuff from all over the world and sometimes friends recommend things and sometimes you discover it yourself or you hear about it something about in bollywood that you're kind of looking forward to for the rest of the year is i'm looking something? for jaga jasus if, uh, if i have, really because i think it's going to be fun you know yeah. i hope it's going to be fun yeah. and i and i and i feel they've put a lot of effort behind it. i don't know the stories behind the film mm. but what i saw the promo and i liked it and yeah. enough for me enough for me to want to go experience that film, yeah. you know yeah. so i will uh, i think if you ask me in bollywood i think that's the one film i'm mm. really looking forward to mm. great it was wonderful talking to you you too you too so much and uh, Best of luck with this movie, which is amazing. And yeah, in, thank uh, you. Please, if you like if you like the film, you know, please send your friends and family. Definitely, we need that support. <laughs> uh, word of mouth support. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much. It was a really pleasure talking to you. So thank you.